Welcome everyone to Philosophy Footy as we move into round eight. Round eight? Round eight. I've, round eight. I've lost track. <laughs> lost track. It's been <laughs> such a great year. It's so been far. a fantastic year. <laughs> uh, but still, even though it hasn't been a great year for um, uh, Eagles or, or Frio, still some interesting stuff going on yeah. and plenty to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Tasmanian team, 19th yes. team, no. back to uneven numbers, yep. maybe. No doubt we'll uh, we'll discuss that in a bit of depth. All right. Uh, but why don't we kick it off with, uh, with our, our favourite session, uh, Good Call, Bad Call. This might be your favourite. I'm an if then fan, but yeah, okay. then okay, no, fair no, enough. No, no, yeah, let's do it. Good call, bad call. Right. Let's jump into it. <laughs> well, I'll, since it's my favourite, look, I'll kick it off. How's that? All right, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. So far, 2023 is Jack Darling's worst season ever. Good call, bad call. Uh, that's a good call, I reckon. <laughs> um, you know, you'd go. Oh, uh, maybe his first season, you know, he's just building into it, but the expectations weren't mm. on him as a, as a player. Josh Kennedy uh, mm. leaves the, the club and he's, he's the man that should have uh, filled the void. Yep. Um, he's been terrible. Yeah. Um, not only just in terms of conversion in front of goal, uh, presence, on-field leadership, um, stupid decisions. Yeah, he's, he has been pretty bad. He's He's been pretty fumbly. I saw him really fumbling quite a lot. Well, he's had a few fumbly moments in his career. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's been a few big, big games, a few grand finals, and a, um, and a, another final where it has been really yeah. uh, pointed out in terms of some of his um, fumbling. But yeah, he he, um, he hasn't looked like uh, the player he was, and I wouldn't put it just all to Josh Kennedy exiting the forward line um, in previous years when Josh Kennedy's been out he's still been able to stand up and, yeah. and kick a few bags so yeah. um, I don't think it's the, the that dynamic again you don't know what's going on behind the, the four walls and whether you know Oscar Allen's playing a bit more of what his role yeah. is used to for me um, Darling's not the sharpest tool in the shed so a, uh, a see ball get ball mentality is probably the, the level of strategy um, that you can communicate with him <laughs> But, you know, is there a change in his positioning that's just confused and bamboozled? Uh, poor old Jack is uh, probably, probably potential. So Reminds me of Zach Dawson, Seaball Punchball. <laughs> that was his philosophy. <laughs> but um, you can't say it's down to Josh Kennedy not being there, having more attention, because Oscar Allen's yeah. had a pretty good year. Yeah, and Weedering was on yeah. uh, Oscar Allen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The best of that okay. come. All right, I've got one for you, Steve. Sure. This week... <laughs> Is the biggest game of Justin Longmuir's <laughs> coaching career. Good call, bad call. Um, I, I, oh, bad call? Yeah. No one's taking any notice anymore, Luke. That's why. <laughs> no, one's, no one's interested. Who's going to be watching or listening outside, outside of Freedom supporters that game this week? Well, probably some diehard Hawthorne, Hawthorne supporters. Hawthorne supporters, yeah. But, uh, but apart from that... Is it going to be much? Is yeah, it going to be? It's probably not going to be on Broadway that game. No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I'll say bad call simply for that reason. If, if they lose, uh, I don't think too many people will notice. No, nah, it's a bit like apart um, from free it's supporters. Like we said for like Carlton <laughs> last week, like you know, you're only going to hear about this game if Freo lose, and um, <clears throat> they're really going to get onto them. But um, yeah, they win and, and just sort of it will sort of be swept under the carpet a bit. All right. Yep. Okay, I've got, one, I've got one for you, and you, you might bristle at this one because uh, I got a, t- a message from you last week during the game. But Josh, Josh Rotham is being hung, hung out to dry by the 
by the uh, West Coast Eagles coaching staff. Every week he's outsized and under siege. Uh, bad call. Bad call. Bad call. Uh, so, well, I mean, there, there, there's an element of fair call in, in, in your comment that he's not a, a key position defender. And, um, but, you know, I, I, Charlie Kerno's not that tall. Mm, um, I don't, I, maybe, he's mis- maybe it's because I always see him next to Harry McCain. It's a bit mm. deceiving. But um, he's not your real, real tall, like Max King type um, height. But... Um, yeah, he's been asked to sort of fill in a bit of the defensive um, void, but he has all the attributes, like if you think about um, a uh, Jesse Hogan, a Jeremy Cameron, they're a bit more aer- the aerobic key for- He's got all the attributes to be able to play on them. Jesse Hogan? Well, maybe not Jesse Hogan. That's maybe a really bad, uh, bad example there. But, you know, Jeremy Cameron, who else am I probably thinking he can of? Go, he uh, can run with those ones pretty well. He can run with those guys yeah. that are not your... Um, uh, you know, your, your big contested yeah, um, yeah. forwards. But yeah. um, he was woeful the other night. And I know the ball was coming down there quickly. Quite often. Quite often. <laughs> um, but there was moments where he didn't even put body contact on. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, you go, come on. He's 50 games in. Yeah, um, yeah he's being played uh, out of position because he's that's been able to step up into some of the, the big forwards but mm. um, I don't think he's got the mental resilience mm. to really carve it out as a AFL football player well while we're on backs for the Eagles just quickly what about your captain Tommy Barras he had a terrible he had a shocker he's had a shocker he's, uh, he's not been his so standard as he set last year yeah. when he uh, won the club brilliant last all. year yeah really really good <laughs> Um, but there was a point, there was a game about halfway through where he got towered up and he kept, it was a game where he then, he found the right balance between defending and then actually going for the ball. Yep. And I think he's now lost, um, he's very confused around what his role is. Is he an intercept defend, <laughs> defender or um, does he need to play um, that real defensive uh, lockdown? But for me, he just looked at someone that... Um, Eight games of just the ball just coming in mm. so cleanly from mm. up the field and feeling a bit hopeless and, mm. and I think yeah. that was just a, a game where um, he looked a bit disinterested. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Fremantle has a retention problem. Good call, bad call, Steve. <laughs> Mixed call, Luke. Why don't you hit me with your players so, you're thinking of and I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, deal with yeah, them one yeah, by okay. one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Um, I read an article this week, and I might actually not have all the names here, but um, Acres, Lobb... Well, hang on, let's start with Acres. Acres. Good call. Yeah. They definitely miss him this year. Lobb. Bad call. They're better off without him. Even if they had under 12s, I'd rather have them in than him. <laughs> Chera. Um, they got quite a good deal for him. Yeah, they did. They got Jaya Miss as a yeah. result of the draft pick. So, I'm saying... He hasn't cool. set the world on fire. I think Acres is a bigger loss than Chera. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. A uh, Logue. Good who, call. Who's fat, according to Kane Corns? The latest one is fat. He's just he's just comparing everyone to himself. Yeah, they, they don't run marathons like him. Yeah, good call. I think they do miss his versatility, especially now. They could do with him running around doing some different things for them. Darcy Tucker. Uh Bad call. Wasn't doing uh, enough. Crozier. I don't know if he was playing on is the he, weekend. Does he still play footy? He's still on the list. <laughs> Bad call. Bad call. Uh, Ed Landon. 
Good call, yeah. good call. Yeah. They really miss someone like that run on the on, on the wing to sort of break through the lines. Lock, Lockie Weller? <laughs> Bad call. <laughs> they did really well out of that deal. Sam Collins? Uh, bad call because they've got enough key for, key backs, yeah. but he's probably doing better than them at the moment. But yeah, he they got rid of him because he wasn't he wasn't getting a game. Yeah. So you know it was yeah, I, don't, I don't think you can call that Jesse one. Hogan. <laughs> bad call. <laughs> like his attitude. I don't care if he kicks a couple of goals every now and then. His attitude's terrible. Lloyd Meek. TBA. Yeah, Brad Hill. Um. Good call because he played. I thought he played some good footy for free. Once again, he can run. He could run through the middle of the ground and carry that ball. And they're missing. They're missing that at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. There could be. There could be others. But I did read that yeah. Fremantle are third on uh, the club with most players running around other teams. GWS and Gold Coast being the other. Yeah, well, um, yeah that, that, that's that's a concern in itself. And, it, in, and as a statistic, but some of those free I wanted to get rid of. Well, so for me, the concerning thing is you go. Um, you plug a, a few of these in the, the side automatically and then you're not playing younger players and your depth's not exposed. But Akers is a WA boy. Rory Lobb's a WA boy. Griffin Logue's a WA boy. Yeah. Um, Brad Hill's a WA boy. Jesse Hogan's a WA so yeah. they're, they're wanting to actually get yeah. out of the state as well, which is um, which yeah. normally where Eagles would hold their hat on that they're yeah. able to keep at least the local. Well, I think team. I think Logue would have stayed if he had if they'd have had him a decent. If yeah. have, if, you know, I think that he he probably wanted to stay. Jesse Hogan, I I, I think they wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just too much of an they, issue. They pretty much gave him away for a, a box of twisties. Exactly. So the, twisties. the other ones, I'm, I'm I, I do agree uh, in terms of them sort of wanting to to leave, but um, yeah. So as I say, there's a couple in there that I think yeah they miss they could do with now, but uh, not not certainly not all of them. Okay. All right, Luke. <coughs> There's one for you. Senna Clarence's stink as a measure of success. Last week, I think we discussed when Sydney um, was thrashed by Geelong, they won the Senna Clearances. And on Saturday, the Eagles won them 11 9, which I couldn't quite believe that. Um, good call, bad call. I think it's a bad call. Well, because it's, it's really around how the ball's coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was there's been some games where I was just sort of and I'm thinking about the Eagles games that I've been watching where a danger field's been streaming right out or you know mm-hmm. someone a, a very clean ball is streaming right out from it and with the six 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 rule you can't have numbers back mm-hmm. you can't um, so I think it's a, it's a bad call you want to be in inside fifty and that's where you want the the, the ball to be it, probably the efficiency of your center um, entrances or um, your conversion um, rate as, but that's, a, that's, a, that's a different stat I know it's a different stat yeah. but yeah obviously your centre clearance will go a long way to contributing to that so um, I mean as a measure as a predictor of success though it's not looking too good if I'd you, say hit outs are probably the most useless no, stat they're, they're shocking hit outs to yeah. advantage a bit better yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm a bit i I might keep an eye on this one going yeah, forward. Okay. Just see how the other. I didn't. I didn't check the other games, but I might do that because, um, yeah, it's an interesting one for me. I was surprised yeah. that Eagles won the center clearances. Yeah, that's surprising to me as well, actually, um, and just shows them their inefficiency of getting the ball in versus, mm-hmm. versus and the quality Scott. of the clearance. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, um, Steve, beltings in grand finals psychologically ruin teams the next year. Good call, bad call. Well, it's, a, it's stacking up as a good call, mm. um, although. <clears throat> And Sydney were close to winning on the weekend, but the week before, obviously, when they had the, 
they had those issues with their with their backline and that sort of thing. They they kind of um, they fell away badly. But yeah, look, it's 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 showing up to be whatever you do. Don't get don't get beaten up too much in the in mm-hmm. the grand final flood or whatever you have to do, mm-hmm. rather than <laughs> rather than go down by you know twelve or twelve goals or something. Yeah, good call. Okay. Yeah. All right, I've got another one for you, Luke. Um, oh, I just wanted to point out also that um, whereas the... I sort of mentioned that the centre clearances weren't that good in, in at least a couple of instances around predicting uh, the, the game out, yeah. outcome. The inside 50s, Eagles lost them 4-29. to 29. Oh, the, sorry, the Mark's inside 50. Oh, yeah. 4-29. to 29. Yeah, they couldn't take That's astonishing uh, difference. 4-29. to 29. Oh, it was... I was there live, Steve. It was a train wreck. It's <laughs> quite um, But you know that was that's you know my comment. There was lack of yeah. body. There was, yeah, yeah. There was just uh, dropping of the heads. Um, yeah, it was just a all right. I got another one for disaster. you. Mitch Georgiades will play for the Eagles in 2024, and they'll pay too much for him. Good call, bad call. <laughs> bad call. Because I think Freya might could be competing to to, uh, to to pay him a bit. Um, I mean, the jury's still out on him as a player, by the way. I, he's not getting a, he I know getting that. a game I know before. that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I actually don't know about him as a, as a player, but um, look, Eagles will be going all out to get some talent. They've got some space in their, mm. um, their cap, and they're gonna, their number one targets will be WA players that uh, uh, interstate. Um, so so and maybe, anyone yeah. they get, yes, they'll be paying way too much. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe. I mean, the Eagles have have been pretty good at not paying overs too much for players. I mean, Tim Kelly's an exception, I think. Yeah. yeah. But so maybe they will get him, but they won't. They'll sort of drive down the price a bit because the Port can't really argue that he's worth that much. No, no, I don't think. And yeah, now he's coming up for knee reconstruction. He'll <laughs> yeah. be available for half the year. Um, yeah. No, I got one more for you, and I'm I'm, I'm flipping it. I normally ask you about Doc, because I'm going to flip it here. Um, I didn't read the article, but Mark Duffield's column was Eagles are big, rich, and not listening. Good call, bad call. <laughs> what are they not listening to? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't read the article. It's one of the those paywalls that I'm not prepared to, you know, to pay for old Duff. Look, I... What's your observation as a, as a, a friend? Well, d- well, it depends who they're, listen- who they're not listening to. I think... Um, He's saying members, I think, really. Well, okay. Well, I can tell you this. I've spoken to... I can spoken to a couple of Eagles members during the week. And they're saying to me, what's the problem? We've got injured players. There's nothing you can do about that. That's what they... They've actually said that to me. What's this? What do they want reviews for? You can't do anything about it when you've got injured players. It's a very naive uh, look at it. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to any persons that might be listening that uh, Steve has talked to about this. But, um, okay, yeah. yeah so what do, you, what do you think then? Not listening to members? Because the members, are they, 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 they turn up. There yeah. was a massive crowd. Yeah, Kane yeah. Corn said kudos to the Eagles members for turning up yeah. on the weekend. This is, I've said this before, this is one of their biggest problems. I went to that game and I uh, was speaking to people. People actually were truly believing that Eagles had a bit of a shot of uh, an upset that night. Oh, jeez, they would have been... uh... Yeah, they left probably about a quarter time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a game you had to go to thinking, we're not going to win to stay the full distance, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't know. I just thought Carlton was on the the boil a bit. And, um, you know, at some point... It's all going to click for the you know there's a yeah. quarter here and there that they were just dropping and it's just at some point yeah. it's going to click with a you know a young youngest side but um, I don't know who, who, who they're not listening to but um, there's a lot of disgruntled fans out there with particularly this now I mean ever since the COVID bubble um, the uh, 
management of injuries, and this is where like you know, I think the club's got a bit of a short-term memory. This has been three years of yeah. just absolute poor management. Yeah. Um, Elliot Yo's groin at the time, they were saying, oh, look, we're not going to um, put him in for surgery. And it just kept getting delayed. His groins were cooked in for 18 months, yeah. and now he's got all this soft tissue. Yeah. Um, they've done some similar stuff with Nick Nanui. Like, it's just, I think, um, for me, they're not listening to the fact that <clears throat> we're just... It's not just football, these injuries, mm. which is probably some of the sentiment yeah. that's coming through there. Because yeah. it's actually just poor management yeah. by the club and incompetence. Yeah, I yeah. mean, some clubs don't have the same amount of soft injury. And, soft, yeah, and for me, the, there's a key word in there in, in Duff's column, it being rich. Mm. And this is the, one of the other things yeah. that continually annoys me is they are the richest club by mm. far. Yeah. They've got the most um, uh, income and revenue and things like that. And they seem really concerned about overspending in their soft cap. Yeah, it's bizarre. Because they can be taxed a bit more. Yeah. <clears throat> Spend like an enormous amount in your development um, uh, pool. You know, we've got young people, uh, players now, so get all the development mm. um, really ramped up. Get the best physios. Get the best doctors out there. Like mm. and pay um, the tax and get pay the move tax. On. Yeah. Move on. Be, be a, a juggernaut and powerhouse. Yeah. Um, and even for me, like <coughs> the coaching panel is really underwhelming and then you look at Ross Lyon he's got um, and I know good players don't make good coaches but on um, paper Robert Harvey's been around a while he's got uh, Lenny Hayes he's got Corey Enright um, that's a that's a coaching panel where, you know you players would be um, fully respecting yeah. you know I don't, I don't know about Daniel Pratt and you know yeah. um, Kyle Horsley, who was yeah. a Subiaco, yeah. you know, like yeah. Mark Nikoski, you know, they're not. Yeah. It's, anyway, yeah. so um, is it? Is he on their panel? He's the he's their mindfulness uh, uh, guru. Got to be joking. He's the you know the, <laughs> the Zen master, staying present in the game. So you know he's got his work cut out. Have you been? In? No, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, we're well, yeah. lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Uh, should we move to what caught your eye? If there's anything in, in addition, yeah, yeah, yeah. What caught your eye? Definitely. Yeah. Let's go to that one. Well, obviously, um, uh, what caught my eye and what caught most people's eyes, I, I guess, during the during the week, it was the Tasmanian. Yep. The announcement of Tasmania, yep. and there's stuff I liked in there, and there's stuff around it. Not so much by the announcement, but by other people that. Um, has made me think twice about this thing a bit. <clears throat> yeah. So what's, what's what's well, if you were to summarise, what's what do you like? Well, I like well. One thing I like is the the, the time frame. I think it's two thousand twenty eight. They've given it enough time, yeah. so I think that's good because you know if they said two years or whatever like that, something like that, that would well, that be the World Stadium probably wouldn't be finished. But yeah, yeah. But a, a, apart from that, um, you know, there will be too much. It'll be too hard for other clubs to adjust for. You know, draft picks and all that sort of stuff. So I think that, I think they should. I think they've got a good time frame, and they have to announce early what's going to happen with uh, how, what sort of concessions they're going to get. So play, so clubs can think about okay, well, going forward, trading players. What do they? What does it yeah, mean yeah, for them in yeah, that yeah, draft yeah, and that sort of stuff? So yeah. that they can plan ahead. So I like I like that. Yeah. Um, Stadium of the roof. Stadium of the roof, roof. fantastic. Yeah. It's in Hobart. Yeah. I th- you know, I think. There's going, to, there's going to there's some issues there because Launceston and Hobart there's that rivalry between them and you know but I don't, how can you get around that you've got to put it in Hobart you can't put the damn thing no you've got to put it in Hobart and you just got to so yeah. I think they've got that right yeah. I think the the stadium with the roof is they got that right 
Um, so I think all those things are looking quite good. Uh, but some of the some of the comments, um, not by the AFL, but by others around how they're going what, to what's going to happen with this team are just bonkers to me. They, they, they need a bit more explanation. For example, uh, I heard Paddy Dangerfield, who I've got a lot of time for, say that when it comes to the um, Tassie side, every they should be able to get one one player from every club, even if they're in, doesn't matter if they're in contract and the player wants to move, you just take them, which I find ridiculous. Yeah. And it's all it's going to do is make. The, the weaker clubs, the weak clubs, or the clubs not performing that well, weaker because clubs are going to say, "I oh, just sign, players are going to say, I've signed a contract." He's just like, saying that because it's not going to be him. He's not going to be around anymore. So it's not going to be him. It has to go down. But there. players can say, "Oh, I've signed a contract yeah, um, last year, yeah. but we, we ended up last. I'm going to move now." You know, and they've got three years to go on a contract. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So, yeah. um, so I, I think that that I, I don't like. I don't think I, I hope that idea doesn't get up. Um, and there's a few others. What about you? What, what was your what, what was your impressions? Uh, well, I was going to come into a, a bit of clickbait because I think most of the commentary has gone to what, what are we going to call the side? Oh, um, and I really, really loved this call from Mark Robinson on AFL 360, which turned into a bit of an article. So um, apparently Warner Brothers have the trademark of the Tasmanian uh, Devils, which has been by far the most common and... and um, popular choice to, to call the team so Mark Robinson <laughs> who's probably got the Warner Brothers executives you know really sweating and nervous he says so if 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 Warner Brothers say you've got to pay us the, the, the money to get the trademark all Australians every single citizen of Australia boycott Warner Brothers movies well why don't we just make it a, a, an act of parliament <laughs> <laughs> Water Brothers is banned. Oh, good one, Mark Robinson. Um, yeah, so no, I think um, that doesn't show a lot of. No. That's kind of. So for me, I don't like the uneven um, number of teams. Yes, I much prefer an even um, number. So I guess my mind instantly goes to: Is there going to be a twentieth yeah. um, team? And that becomes yeah. a pretty big competition yes, it does. for a, a you know a small. You, um, you're looking at. One round plus a probably yeah. plus one other against yeah. your, your your rival yeah. rival. Yeah. Yeah. But if you've got a WA side, <laughs> how does that work? an additional WA side? How does that work? Oh, that's um, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how that's going to all work. And you know now we've got magic or gather round or whatever it's called. And um, you know so you're going to have to have a, an even number um, unless there's some other. Merge or uh, delineation of another team. Well, well, well. I had some clickbait, a clickbait okay. story around yeah. that as well. And miles ago to that, we'll just jump to it. Yeah, and that was the because um, it's along the same line, and that is the raw, the raw. Uh, I, I quite, I'm quite interested in what they have to say, but they suggested that three teams need to be culled. Three, three. Yeah. Okay. And I must say, I do agree with two of them because they're saying the Suns and GWS yeah. have got to go to make this happen. Couldn't agree more. I, I, they're, they're a money pit. They're not successful. New South Wales, and I don't, I don't care how many people are in Sydney. They're not, they're not interested in AFL much. So the Sydney, the Swans are, are a team that you know is, is kind of stands on its own two feet, but doesn't do that well when they drop down the bottom of the ladder. Brisbane up there already. You've got Brisbane who are okay, yeah. but the other, the other, the other ones are a complete failure. I don't. Well, I can't. Well, I haven't seen any progress. I mean, GWS made a grand final. And they've still only got. What, Five people turn up for and games. Got, and they got belted. And they got look, belted, what happened, yeah. look what happened. Um, well, on the lines of clickbait, Eddie Maguire's got the solution here, Steve. 
<laughs> He's got the solution. GWS play 11 games in Western Sydney and 11 games in Canberra. No need to come to Melbourne. <laughs> who, are they, who are they playing against in those 11 games? No need to come to Melbourne. So they get 22 home games. There you go. Uh, great solution there, Eddie. Not, not one of his finer moments. He was he, dead serious, do you though. Think he, has, he thought, has, he, has he thought the ramifications of this through? No. <laughs> of course he hasn't. It means, it means that every other, every other team is going to have one less home game. And, and the mem- or how a member's going to view yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it only takes about 20... Well, not even... 25 milliseconds to think of that, you know, problem straight up. But he's coming back to the point, which is part of that Raw article, that, yes, um, it's a... You're spending... And the AFL is just whacking money into it. More teams means the dilution of your talent pool. And they've always said that when the other two teams came in as well. You've got players on AFL lists that wouldn't normally be on an AFL list because you've got got list spots to to fill. Um... So, but what about the third? Well, the other one was St Kilda. He, they said St Kilda to, to go down to Tasmania and form the. Well, they don't want the, the Tasmania doesn't want that. So that's I know, I know, it's ridiculous. I, I think what they're saying is there won't be a St Kilda club. There won't be. He made some. <laughs> what about Ross the boss? Well, I, yeah, maybe Ross will become coach of Tasmania. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't know, but I, I, yeah, it was a bit. It was, they didn't go into a lot of detail around would St Kilda cease to exist or would it be the. Tasmanian Saints with the same jumper and I don't mind I don't mind the Tasmanian States I but I don't um, mind it either but, but I, I don't I don't see how I don't would nah, like it or not nah. and I yeah for me I don't yeah I think not, the Tasmanian team needs to be a standalone yeah um, absolutely yeah but uh, you know I don't think three teams need to go I think the eighteen team competition um, is working well but. Yeah. Good luck trying to get any team to merge or no. um, come together. It's just not going to happen, is no, it? No, and um, yeah, he cited the Saints because he said they'd been terrible or hopeless. Well, they've got, they got a lot of debt as well. Yeah. And um, and this is the thing. Fremantle and Eagles and you know other clubs need to continually cross right. these other ones well, up. Well, they're, so. you know, they're propping up GWS and Gold Coast oh. to have a sense of start. I, I, I don't see... In 20 years, I still don't see those teams no. being any further. But the, the Tasmanian team even should... If, have... Even if they're like winning games, I just don't see... No. That's not going to flop. They're not going to make money. It's a rugby, it's a rugby yeah. state. Yep. Um, even if they're winning games, the, the TV rights and the sponsorship isn't going to come because who, 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 no one cares about it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, one team, state, for the foreseeable future, and that's it. Tasmania should have been in before... Tasmania should have been, been in before, before those yep. two. Yep, agree. But... Um, yeah, there's talk, and so one thing I have not liked, and it's probably aligned to all this team as well, is that there's talk now that we're going to have to move to a conference type system where you split the teams into to ten teams, like if you have twenty team competition, hate and that it. American hate model, it. and hate they, it. you know they're, they're going to be pushed for this wild card final, round. like it's like trying to really, really um, overcomplicate. Yeah, um, I hate that system. idea. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that the way it is in terms of every team plays each yeah. other and there's a then yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's I mean there's a, a, a bit of an issue with playing twice but it's not it's not as bad as having a yeah. conference yeah, yeah. or two conferences yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else caught your eyes or no that's yeah. that's, a, so, that's it for me yeah, yeah. oh um, look yeah well, we'll jump, I just want to jump before we jump to if then I want to jump into algorithms oh okay good because I gave the algorithm a bit of a credit last week and I actually looked up something last night so 
How many points did Freo lose by against Brisbane? 47 or 47. something like that. 48, I, can't, yeah. I think. When we come there. to Brownlow night, do you think anyone from Freo has a chance of getting a 3-2? <laughs> they're a 3-2 one. one there. <laughs> Lucky Neil, three. Okay. Two and one. <laughs> no, if they, if they, there should be a, a, a Royal Commission if a Freo player got a vote in the Brownlow. Okay. So according to the algorithm, three of the top four players on the ground were Fremantle players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm going to ask you who those players were. Uh, well, probably Sarong. No. Darcy? Sean Darcy was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they love Ruckman. Yeah, because you know who the other uh, of the four was? Well, another Ruckman. Another Ruckman from Brisbane. <laughs> the two Ruckman were the two you know, highest rated players on the ground. So, so they're, so they're so opponents. Opponents, and they're opponents but they're both really, they're both dominant, really dominant, dominating. They dominated dominating. the yeah, game, yeah. both the opponents. Well, that's yeah. a problem yeah. straight away. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't keep me in suspense. Who are the other two? Uh, Yago Amira again. Wow. And uh, Luke Ryan. So I did the I did a bit of the comparison to the stats. So uh, Luke Ryan had 18 disposals, two tackles, and 400 meters gained. Okay, it's a reasonable gain. Mm-hmm. Four other players had more meters gained, and there was about nine players that had more possessions mm-hmm. to him. So, yeah. and he took a few of the kickouts. So I'm mm-hmm. a bit uh, so weird, weird yeah. one. McInerney had 13 disposals and 30 hitouts and a behind. Was he was he the one of the top four? Top yeah, four. McInerney, the Ruckman. Yeah. Darcy had eighteen disposals and thirty nine hitouts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Game, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If yeah. Yeah. Because he was the number one rated yeah. player on the ground. Yes. And then Jaeger had eighteen disposals and a couple of goals. So then I compared this. So Lockie Neal had thirty five disposals, seven tackles. Hayden Young thirty three, four tackles, and seven hundred meters gained. Wow. Um, and Will Ashcroft had 28 disposals and two goals won. Well, I think yeah, the, the, by, the, by, the, um, by the eye, by, look, by people's just looking at the game, they, they said Young was probably Freo's best player. Yeah. yeah. So, again, I gave it a shout-out last week, but I'm completely baffled again yeah. by the algorithm, particularly no. the two Ruckman. No, I don't, get, I don't get that either. And Luke Ryan. I don't yeah. get that at all. Don't get that either. That, that's, that's quite strange. All right. If then. All right, if then. Let's go for it. Okay, do you want me to kick off? <laughs> go for it. If Matthew Richardson wasn't a football player, then I suggest you teach maths. After being told uh, there was 84,000 people at the G on the Anzac Eve, he said there would be 190,000 people there over the, the next uh, day. Because the two games, the Anzac Day game the next day. So only problem, Richo, is that would mean the G for the second day would need to break capacity by about six or 7,000 people. So... Yeah, good one, Richard. Well, you know, maybe you shouldn't teach maths. Maybe you should learn maths. <laughs> More to the point. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, I got one for you, Luke. <clears throat> if we're constantly calling out the media for their clickbait headlines, then the in the mix segment, in the mix segment on the AFL website is far is too far the other way. They're too conservative with their suggestions for change. This week they propose only one change for Frio, Erasmus in, but surely. There's got to be more than that. So your sub, your Matthew Johns gets suspended, so yeah. just put your sub straight back. Yeah. In. yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, no, Warner's been knocking down the door with his, with his possessions. They, don't, they, you know, they bring him in, do something different. You know, he needs it. And uh, Tracy took you know, 10 or 11 marks. They look quite good. They don't, they don't the, particularly the, from a WA perspective, they don't watch the waffle. They don't pay attention to that. They just look at yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but but you know, I mean, surely and they... it's done so early in the week. It's before injuries are coming out. Like it's just shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Good, good. That's a good call. I got one for you, Steve. If a third team comes into WA, then 
do the West Coast Eagles need to consider changing their name to be a bit more like a location like the Perth Eagles? Because you could have a team that's down based at the Southwest, or you can have a team that's uh, uh up onwards. They're talking about Geraldton, um, even. So the West Coast Eagles does that does that have a place? Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna embody Mick Malthouse now sitting here, and I say, terrible call, Luke. Idiotic call. <laughs> The West Coast Eagles, that's part of the reason for their success because they encompass the whole of the state by being called the West Coast Eagles, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you've got then a team that's a bit south of... Well, how would the, how the members, team that's gonna be how the members react to that? Uh, I, I think they'd hate it. I think they... Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I think that... The clacking of the knitting needles, I can hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> the Chardonnay's bottles getting smashed. Um, no, bad call. If this is a good call, bad call, I'd say well, bad I'm just, call. I just, okay. I, I'm just, Personally, yeah. what, what, what do you think? Would you go for that? Would you be happy with that? I think it would take some adjusting, but then you'd, you'd be comfortable. But I think you know something like the Perth Eagles, it's a bad name, but um, would be more representative of maybe the location when we're talking about another team coming in. Um, mm. Yeah, because apart from Greater Western Sydney and, and the West Coast Eagles, there's sort of just they're two sort of broader what about regions rather than... Um, what about the Western Suburbs Eagles? <laughs> Western Suburbs Eagles. Yeah, not, not bad, not bad. Um, I don't know, but, you know, it might... you got, you got Obviously, Eagles got fans all up and down the coast, but, um, yeah, I don't know, just a, just a thought. No, it's an interesting one, but I, if I had to, if I had, if I had $1,000 in front of me now and someone gave me, you know, two to one, that it would never happen, I'd, that it would happen... Wouldn't happen. I don't know what I'm saying here. I'll put my money on it anyway. Never yeah. happening. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Here's one for you, Luke. I watched the Eagles game and I, I must admit, I, it was tough for me to find a positive. I was looking for a positive. It was hard to find a positive. Well, you couldn't switch over to the other game because it was just as bad. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, if you can accept defeat due to a lack of personnel, then you would need at least to see effort. Yeah. So, the Eagles lost the tackle count... 6483 the 1% is 3746 bad signs or just a depressed group what do you reckon uh, a bit of both <laughs> pretty bad signs I mean it was um, if you haven't got the ball you can at least be applying pressure yeah. and tackling it. it's an interesting because Simo came out in his press conference and I've heard other coaches say they, they know within you know a few mm. minutes whether they're, they're off and they're just mm. powerless to yeah to change it but um, uh, I think it's all sort of catching up to them um, and uh, yeah a couple more games like that where the effort is at the level it is mm. um, he'll, he'll go surely well I mean if there's more games like to. that he has more to. games he like has that to. Yeah. has to he can't yeah. there's no, he has to who have they got this week Richmond, who are not tracking too too well, but um, they've had a bit of pressure on. They've had exactly. a bit of pressure on them during the week. Yeah, it, it's uh, Dusty Martin and Shea Bolton and you know, Jack Rewalt could uh, turn it on its head. Mm, okay. All right, Steve. I just want to say one thing before yep. I go on um, about the effort. Kelly eight and Ginby Ginby or Ginby seven tackles, so they, they were really putting the pressure. Yeah, on I, can't, I can't. I uh, can't <laughs> fault Tim Kelly. I mean, particularly Tim Kelly. Um, He's got a lot of critics out there, but yeah. he's, I he's been good this year. I, yeah, and I still come back to they go, oh, we overpaid for him. I go, we paid, we got got rid of draft pick fourteen and eighteen um, in the two years, and I don't know if we're going to get anyone 
you know, good. You, you know, he's gonna. Yeah, fair enough. I, I don't, I don't, I don't come into the overpaid, mm. um, you know, element with him. It's been, he hasn't been surrounded by the players that he thought he'd be surrounded by. Mm. Um, and this year, I think he's he's tried to really crack in and mm. um, put the effort there. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, Gimby as a, a first year player is just. He's just trying his guts out. And, and, yeah, um, he yeah. is. And, and Kelly, if Kelly had, if Kelly had a fit in neck there, that'd be, it'd be oh, a completely different story. Uh, Yo and Shuey around him as well yeah. to you know take a bit of the the heat because yeah. um, he's getting tagged. Hewitt yeah. um, went to him um, and he, he's cracking. He'd be by far and away in the lead yeah. for the, the club champion award. Yeah, yeah, but probably never going to get Shuey and Yo and no, Nick next no, year. Not no, all of them anyway. No, definitely <laughs> not. Okay, Steve. Yep. <coughs> if Where's Wally or Waldo? Um, is a bestseller across the globe. Then I've got a new concept. I've got a new. I've got a new one, which is going to sell like hotcakes in WA. Where's Trevor? Where's Trevor? <laughs> Where is Trevor Nisbet? Where is he? I haven't seen him. Yeah, he keeps a low profile. <laughs> Where is Trevor? Like poor old Simo. He's you know he's copying yeah, the heat. He he's, is. He's, he is. he's in the face of everything. Yeah. Even the GM of football, um, Gavin Bell's pretty low profile yes. as well. Like, yeah, it's it, it, it's the president. Where's the where's the yeah. where's the president? Um, they've yeah. been very very quiet. very quiet. So where's I'd Justin like Langer? He's on the board. I'd like a book where I can sort of spot where are they? <laughs> and uh, look, we talk about Simo. We said, oh, you probably get the he might he might get the bullet if they, if they continue like this. But that's because that's the focus is on him so much. Yeah. Right, it's not doesn't mean it's necessarily fair that he's the one copping the flag. Yeah, I I agree with you. They're not. There's got to be more leadership in terms of yeah. talking to talking to the members about what's happening yeah. and that sort of stuff. But while they got a hundred thousand waiting in the wings, no, who cares? Yeah, he's, uh, just uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's one for you, Luke. If St Kilda fans think that Ross the boss is born again, <laughs> then they're wrong. Trouble is brewing, and they're in for a shock. Really? Yep. Sudden and frequent departures are a sign that he has, still has, the uncollaborative, my way or the highway, grumpy, hard to deal with approach of previous years. So recently they've lost their fitness boss, Nick Walsh, football bosses, David Parrish in March, and then before that, Jeff Walsh in January. And I heard him give an re- explanation for <laughs> one of these, and I tell you, it was not convincing recently. He said, oh... Yeah, we changed the role a bit and the, and the job satisfaction wasn't there anymore, so he decided to leave. I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds good, Ross. I think um, he's, he's, too, he's, hard, he's too hard to deal with. His ego, mm. ego's too big. He's just not, not a very nice person to have around the club. I, I, you know, whether this will translate into wins and loss late down the track for St Kilda, they're doing very well at the moment, we'll see. But, he leaves uh, a path of destruction. He does. He? Yeah, I reckon he does, and yeah. he's done it. He did it again, St Kilda the first and time. St Kilda gone for the sugar hit. Yes, we want we want to be back. Yes. and I think yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah it's a, if we're doing good call, bad call, it's a fair <laughs> call there. Um, but I think in a few years' time, um, yeah, the same same thing that happened at Freo, and same thing that happened at St Kilda before. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's going to happen again. Yeah, it, it just looks that way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, crystal ball. Any. Uh, Thoughts on the, the games ahead? I got one for you. Yep. I got one for you, Luke. So this week, the West Coast Eagles waffle side, they won't lose by 100 points. Why? They'll get within four or, four or five goals. They're playing Perth. <laughs> they were pretty bad. <laughs> Although Perth were not too bad on the weekend. They got, they... Is there something wrong with Mineral Resources Park? 
Is this, uh, is, yeah. is it built on a burial ground or something? <laughs> like, is there some sort of curse going on? Oh, well, in, in fairness... Um, Perth have been bad for a while. They've been bad for a long time, yeah. but they've yeah. always been on that... Well, they, yeah. Well, they've been on there since 19, 1977. Yeah. They won 1977. They won their flag. 76. I can't remember. Somewhere around there. 76, 77. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, look. Yeah. So it this could week, be what happens if it's 100 points. And the other thing was, I noticed that um, they'll get a win at least, Perth. Well, you'd think so, <laughs> but you don't know. And, and um, as for the other games, so my other, my other, well, while I'm on the, on the, my other crystal ball, we can come back there if you want, but my other crystal ball is that um, Frio will win by about 15 points and it, the story the, the story won't change in terms of their progress and what's happening through them throughout the year. If they lose? Oh, God. Won't be surprised, really, because they're just, they're just terrible. No. Uh, I, I think Frio will win as well, but... Um... Hawthorne they've been playing better they played played last two weeks but again they'll have a game where they just drop the bundle again yeah yeah. Um, uh, the the game that's a real flip of the coin for Mm. me is tonight wow fantastic game so Brisbane are down a couple experienced players don't normally play Melbourne too well but they play Eddie had alright yeah or um, or whatever it's called Carlton they're playing Carlton Carlton but they're coming back from Perth, and mm. teams traditionally do not play that well. It's after a uh, less day break. They're quite precious about they are a bit precious about <laughs> travelling back and forth. So uh, I think that's just a watch. I reckon um, this is going to have a big uh, ramifications. If Carlton can't take the scalp, um, I think the heat comes straight back. I think I think Carlton will win, mm-hmm. but I'm like you. I'll be watching it closely because uh, uh, I'm, I'm not convinced about either side their credentials yeah. for this year. And um, yep, it's not, it won't take much for either of them because they're they're in the frame from most supporters' perspective. Won't take much for either one to be under, under a bit more pressure. The other one's Port Essendon. That's the other game that's got me a bit intrigued as well. I don't. I still don't know about Port. No, no. I don't. And maybe I'm I'm being late to join the the party here, but yeah. Um, no, I'm if they lose to Essendon, yeah. I think um, I don't think they'll make the eight. If they lose to Essendon, mm, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not sure what their draw is like in the second half. But they've got, yeah, they'll, they'll, they haven't come up against Melbourne, no, Collingwood. No. Oh, they have played Collingwood and got yeah, smashed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, Geelong. I don't think they played Geelong. Mm. So and um, a few others. So I don't know. They got Adelaide again. So yeah, no interesting games. Um, and uh, for me. Uh, yeah, the Eagles Richmond game MCG it could be disastrous, and um, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough until someone takes the fall. I don't think I texted you. I don't care if it's Rip the Rock Eagle or that stupid eagle they fly around before the games. The security guard, the person that blows up the inflatable eagle that they they run through. I don't care. Just someone put their hand up and take accountability for what's going on because I'm over it. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's got to a point where it's uh, someone tweeted in the past two years you're going to see more 100 point losses if you rock to, up to a game home game than a win so um, that's astonishing that's astonishing and uh, as a member Nizzy uh, I'm not willing to go and spend my money at the stadium until someone whether it's Rick the Rock Eagle I don't care <laughs> you, someone so, puts their hand so up so you're an Eagles member you're not going to the footy uh they were really determined on what they put out this week. Mm. Yeah. Okay. If they put in another performance like they did last week, what's the point? Why, why waste your time if they're not they're not going to give effort? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I'm not going to games thinking they're win they're going to win, but I, you want to see 
some positive game uh, uh, game style. You want to see some of the young talent. You want to see you know your Gimbies, your Cullies, mm. um, etc. Starting to you know, develop or do do some things. Well, that, Gimby is in fairness. Yeah, yeah, he is. But he needs you know he's a rest. And, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, you just start to see some of that. And Charlie Cullies mean. He played one good okay. game. He played one good game. Yeah. Um, but then you go, there's players out there that just... I've got the... Um, you just go, you put a, t- t- a big black text right through their names. Mm. Um, and they're getting a game because of the disastrous um, injuries list. But yeah, if I see Luke Foley, um, Connor West, etc. on the list next year, um, yeah, it's going to be really, really disappointing. Yeah. All right, Luke, on that note. Yeah, that note. really positive <laughs> note. Um, so, Nizzy, if it's the inflatable eagle person or Rick the Rock Eagle, just, just put someone out and, you know, <laughs> on that, the guillotine. Well, get that eagle and shoot it in the middle of the field before just the start. Do, just do this is our, this is our, our, gift, our yeah, gift to the offering gods. to the gods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Steve. All right, thanks, Luke. Cheers, mate.